You are now listening to Tough Gages Podcast. Hello and welcome to Talk Your Jits Podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith, and today's guest is a three-stripe blue belt who trains at GF Team Canada Vancouver, located in British Columbia, Canada. Ladies and gentlemen, Daniel Louie. Man, the pleasure Hi, is all Thanks mine, for sir. Me on. And I am doing pretty well, getting over How a little cold, but other than that, man, I'm 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 cool. Are you guys getting hit very hard with like? It seems like it. Where you are? It seems like it. But. Okay. Because that's a you know that's a prevalent thing, particularly up here right now, and of course that affects oh yeah the jujitsu scene as well, and uh, people. People have been pretty sensitive to it up here. It can, it can be a little bit divisive with all the COVID stuff happening too. Not that I want to get yeah, into I, that I, necessarily. I, I, <laughs> nah, I just like my <laughs> my daughter got sick um, from school, and you know she brought it home, and I got the worst of it. So, yeah. But yeah, let's yeah, um, yeah. let's rock it out, man. If you want to formally introduce yourself again, by all means, and let's hear about your uh, jujitsu journey. Sure. Uh, again, my name is Daniel Louie. I'm 48 years old. Uh, I'm a blue belt, uh, three stripes. I started jujitsu when I was 44. And um, one of the primary motivations that got me into jujitsu was uh, to find something active and fun at a uh-huh. time that was really stressful in my life. Uh, that thing was actually my father's cancer diagnosis. And uh, I, I'm just going to let everyone know here. Awesome. He survived. He's doing well, amazing. Yeah, but it was uh, very difficult for years, um, but particularly at that time. And um, maybe it was a little crazy. My wife was wondering, <laughs> do you really want to start something right, right now? <laughs> you know, uh, I'm an only son. My parents do live in the same city as I do. And, um, you know, I was instrumental in kind of, you know, being there for them and things like that. But I was like, hey, I need to do something for myself in the midst of this and um that was very important like i i just knew that my survival and kind of the mental health aspect and and physical health uh, it yeah. was gonna it was gonna be challenged and um just felt that that was exactly what mm-hmm. uh, i needed to do at that time and awesome. here we are still at it very awesome to hear happy that your dad is doing better and you know, you found so you found that that outlet, and you kind of stuck with it. I did, I did. This is at a gym that my uh, youngest son was uh, training karate, and later on he started jujitsu as well. And I'm watching this, right? And I I had trained martial arts uh, growing up all through high school, uh, some in university. Even after I got married, I was still doing some martial arts, all striking uh, arts, um, and uh, but I was always intrigued by jujitsu. And uh, watching it, and of course, you know, uh, I remember renting the VHS tapes of the first UFC and things like that. And that's, of course, Hoist Gracie and all, all that, um, you know, it was just mind-blowing. <laughs> right. And that's how old I am, right? So, uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, would I ever give it a shot? Would I ever give it a shot? And mm-hmm. finally said, look, it's time. I'm going to give it a shot. And uh, it was, it was mind-blowing. It was 
It was incredibly difficult. It was not like what I thought or expected. So many different things, you know. I'm sure um, others have felt oh, yeah. that way at times. Oh yeah. Too. Oh yeah. So, um, first, so your first time stepping on the mats, like, what was that? Like, what was that like? Trial lesson. Uh, it was a Kyoterra Academy school, like a affiliated school. Um, we were taught by, uh, it was a small school. Uh, the BJJ side of it was a smaller school. So that kind of tells you something. So we were taught by uh, Purple Belt and Blue Belt. Um, stepped on the mats and I felt confident. I felt good about uh, going through the movements and kind of the initial movements. You know how some people really struggle with the... Uh, the, the warm-up movements, even like shrimping or, or rolling. Uh -huh. I had done a lot of those kind of things already. And so I think I was like <laughs> overconfident. <laughs> I had grown up with a lot of sports in my life, um, not necessarily at a, a super high level, but competent, right? Like I, I, I was always fairly good at, you know, moving and doing the things I was used to doing. And I was moving well and I was like, uh -huh. okay, I got this. I think I can handle this. Oh gosh. <laughs> then we started working on uh, mount and mount escapes and that was the lesson that day. And um, I think uh, a female, I remember her, she was uh, a blue belt. Uh, she was half my size and I was under her mount and she got me in grapevines and I was trying very hard. And I'm, not that I felt like um, pressured or threatened, but I was trying hard not to just like bench press someone off me, right? I was like, but I'm under her. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I figured this out. Like, she's got grapevines and I'm stuck. And like, I like, do I pull? Do I push? Like, I mean, very basic thing. I mean, obviously, we know what to do now. But at that time, I was just like, <laughs> this stuff works. I was like, I got to figure this out. Like, this I am so like overconfident about what I think I can physically do and not, it, this this mm -hmm. stuff actually works you know like the, the the thing that they say about it is that it works it gives leverage and advantage to a smaller yeah. person over a bigger person yep. uh, who's untrained and I'm untrained and oh, I yeah. don't know what to do oh yeah <laughs> And failure for me in that moment was a, a, a really good motivator because it's like kind of like, okay, do I want to just like, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, you know, um, you know, I, I don't need this, this is, ah, that's, you know, I don't need this. Or do I, do I suck it up and go, I need to learn. And so I wanted to learn. And that's actually, I, I can tell you the addiction started that day because I started home and going on YouTube and looking up all this stuff, which was actually <laughs> a mistake, by the way, I think. Yeah, because because I got into the habit of, and I think a lot of beginners probably do this when you when you get that rush of like I want to figure this out. You start looking up all these different techniques, but you have no idea how they fit together, and that's what happened to me. You know, it's like all of these disparate, you know, uh, distinct, discrete techniques. It's like a whole smorgasbord of all this stuff. And then you think, okay, I know something, and then you realize, no, I don't know anything because I don't know where they work, how they work. And where they fit together. Oh yeah, <clears throat> and it just became that journey of trying to figure out, you know, how do I just? And I'll be honest, um, 
I've discovered I'm not jujitsu smart. I'm not. I'm jujitsu slow. I'm I'm a, I'm spectacularly mediocre. At spectacularly mediocre. And I think. Yeah, yeah I like, you that. like that. I mean, <laughs> I'm spectacularly mediocre, and I have to be okay with that, and I have to trust that. You know, it's like, was it Chris Howditer said? Is it Chris Howditer? Uh, Chris Howditer. His name. He says like it's. Not you're hotter. Yeah, it's it's not who's yep, good. Yeah, it's not who's, who's good. Who's yep? It's all about who left. I got I, I got to stay at it. I got to stay at this. And I mean, there's so many ups and downs. I've had many seasons where I feel like I'm completely going backwards. Like, I like I I'm I'm not learning. I'm I'm going backwards. It's getting worse. It's getting worse for me than rather than better. <laughs> Even though I'm putting in the time. Oh, yeah, man. it it gets like that, man. It it you have your moments where you feel like. Oh man, am I doing this right? Is is it even worth it? Am I, you know, is this if this is for me? Like even as a, you know, even as a brown belt, I still have more moments where it's like, mm. man, what am I doing? Like what? Why? Like am I? Like have I wasted five years trying to learn this sport? Because it's always something. It's always something that you know I learn every single time I step on the mats, and you know, especially mm-hmm. now, um with social media you know you have youtube you have instagram you have facebook you know when you start joining all these jujitsu groups and it's like yeah you go down this rabbit hole and you see all these people that's either a rank under you or that's been doing it for like 40 years and just make everything look so flawlessly it's like man i don't think i'm gonna ever get to that that's right yeah you know you just gotta yeah you just have to persevere man you just have to push through it and you know, make jujitsu work for you. That's right. Yeah. And I have to uh, figure out, um, and I think this is a blue belt part of it is, is like what parts of what's my game. And I still don't entirely know for sure yet mm-hmm. at my right now. Yeah. I'm trying a lot of different things. I can I kind of have an idea of, of, you know, as an older grappler, uh, <laughs> older. Am I? Yeah, that's sure. Sure. Yeah, sure. Let's, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that. You know, uh, in the middle heavy kind of, um, you know, category, um, that when I'm rest or when I'm grappling or when I'm, you know, playing with these younger guys who are more explosive, I, I have to adopt a game that I can't match them for what they're trying mm-hmm. to do. I have to do what I need to do that, that stuffs what they're trying to do. Does it work all the time? No, of course not. And I have to fail over and over and over again. And it's embarrassing. I remember one of the, Oh my goodness, the happiest day of my life. Well, I'm sorry, not the happiest day of my life. That's that's hyperbole. Um, a really happy part of my jiu-jitsu journey was of course getting my blue belt, my first earned belt. Mm-hmm. And then realizing, oh my goodness, like the blue belt blues are real. They are. Like I felt so intimidated going back into class and going, how do I rep this belt now? And I'm still at times getting smashed by, you know, sometimes the guys that are, you know, with the white belt, you know, like who are, who are bigger, stronger, younger. And, uh, and, and that really hit me hard. Yeah. Gotcha. And it's just part of the journey. Yeah. It's definitely part of the journey. Uh, me and a couple other, um, guests were talking about it. You know, we call those like, we call blue belts, uh, like varsity white belts. Cause you know, it's, you're still, you're still learning. You're still learning yeah. your body. You're still learning your, you know, you're still learning this, this art. So it's like that blue belt is kind of like, okay, 
congratulations you understand jujitsu like you're you're you understand the concept of jujitsu mm-hmm. and then so it's like yeah as you think like man i'm a i'm a blue belt now nah, why am i still getting like steamrolled by white belts and beat up by white belts i should be you know steps and bounds ahead of these people but you know it is what it is because even even now man like when i when i got promoted i still didn't feel like a brown belt mm-hmm. i still don't like i till this day i'm still like am i really a brown belt wow like this is weird i mean i've heard stories where people say it don't like actually kick in until i don't know maybe like a few months in but like to me i'm still i mean it's only been like a almost two months now give or take yeah give it uh, yeah give or take a day or two but i'm still like man i'm still looking for my purple belt to tie around my waist i still don't believe it well, <laughs> you know what i'm gonna i just said congratulations thank you on your brown belt you know i i i really look up to you guys um in my school my first school so if you notice i said coyotera right uh-huh. and then i said and, and of course now i'm training at gf team so there's something happened there right uh-huh. what happened was COVID, and uh our smaller school uh folded unfortunately um i mean the smaller jujitsu program in this uh, it was not a small school but the jujitsu program was smaller than what gf team had anyways it folded and at that school like i said um our the highest ranked person that i usually rolled with would have been a purple belt it wasn't until i went to gf team uh, and actually the school kind of folded into the other school. Like they, they, they work together so that at least these students have a place to go after the, the, the school closed. Uh-huh. And GF team was actually just across the street. And, um, we ended up uh, joining there. And that's when I started meeting like purple belts, brown belts and black belts. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was just like, whoa, you know, like it was just, <laughs> it was just like, whoa. Jiu-jitsu is so wide. The, the the skill range is incredible. Like there's so much to still learn. This was, of course, when I was still a white belt. I got my blue belt at GF team, mm-hmm. and man, um, I was a little bit intimidated at first. You know, stepping on the mats of the new school, new school, new people, new instructors, new rolling partners. Um, at that time, it was still kind of sometimes you would have this. You would have to be we in Canada or in BC maybe even Vancouver, uh, some of the schools, they, they opened slowly from COVID. Uh Uh, So you would have like, you would do either solo classes or you would uh, only roll in small cohorts of two at first and then four later on. And you stayed with that cohort to be safe, right? Just to be, to be safer. Um, Right. And anyways, everything's back to normal now, but uh, yeah, but that was, that was incredible. Uh, it was intimidating at first, but it was also just amazing. You know, to, this is what it feels like to roll with somebody who is at the expert level, mm-hmm. brown and above. You know, it's like wow. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Like even even now, um, I've been at the same school for like the past five years, mm. and um, my instructor, we had a day uh, where we just got a chance to just roll we just put the geese on and just rolled for like a good five mm-hmm. minutes and i got i got my ass whooped i mean it's to be mm-hmm. suspected but it was just like man there was absolutely nothing i could do to like get anything 
Like I couldn't pass his guard. I mean, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't pass. I couldn't do nothing. And I just felt so helpless. And he was like, all right, look, you got to understand. I know your game because I taught you your game. Yes. So it was like, once he said that, I was like, yeah, you got a point. Cause I was pissed. I was like, Oh wow! I was okay. I was upset, man. Cause I was like, man, there's nothing I was doing. I couldn't like, like I said, I couldn't pass his guard. I couldn't. I couldn't do absolutely jack squat. And I was mm. just like, man, what the heck is going on here? But yeah, he, you know, once he broke that down to me, he's like, yeah, you, you just got to understand. I know your game because I taught you your game, so I know how to counter everything you're about to do. And it's like, man shoot (laughs) (laughs) it's like no matter i mean like no matter what i try man nothing was working i was just like all right dude like give me give me something give me something but he's like no you You he's like for for what you were doing you were doing good but i couldn't uh, just let you you know have your way i was like you could have (laughs) <laughs> like you, you could have just a little and, bit. and sometimes they do sometimes people will you know will 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 give you something yeah they'll give you and you have to remember that that if you got that on that black belt or or a brown belt sometimes they they probably gave you that opening so that they could work on parts of their game too mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. and of course sometimes you do catch someone but you know man um i mean i still play a very defensive game uh that's still kind of where i'm at I, 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 I'm, I mean, I, I came to realize, uh, not, I would say about half a year ago that, that blue belt is still the beginning of the journey. Like you just said, yep. the beginner, like I'm not a defenseless beginner because I'm supposed to have my defense. I know, you know, the basic positions, but I'm still a beginner. And I was like, that was actually a bit of a relief, but I'm also not like a bear beginner, you know? so. Interesting, and I understand why now. Like Rogan or Joe Rogan says, you know, uh, blue belts are still the nail. Like he, like the the job, his job, or blue belts are there for the upper belts to just choke him out, because we're 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 defensive enough to know how to defend it, and that's how they improve their game mm-hmm. is by by still dominating and 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 uh, and uh, working on their subs on us, you know, because we we do have some defensive game. So yeah, I was like, oh, okay, okay, all right. But I'm gonna get there, right? Am I? Please, someone tell me. Oh yeah, you're gonna get there. You're gonna get there. <laughs> someone tell me that I'm actually gonna get there someday. Like I said, spectacularly mediocre, and it's just, it's fun. I mean, it's it's because you know, blue belt is by far the hardest belt. Mm, really? Okay. Because yeah, yeah. you know, it's like you're at that point where you're quote unquote an upper belt to to white belts. So you have a little target on your back. Mm. So it's like, yeah, I I'm an upper belt to white belt. So they're going to try to push everything to get that tap. So they can say they tap a white uh, upper belt, Mm. but you're still a lower rank belt to Brown, you know, purple, Brown and black. Whereas like, okay, we're going to roll, you know, enough. So we're not just going to take it easy on you. No, that's right. So you're just going to get, you know, you're just going to get mopped. (laughs) It's just, it just comes with the territory. And I think it's, I I think it's that way with all blue belts. I was like that. Whereas like, I was blue. I would roll with people who was like white belts or newbies, and they would just like just go at it. And it's like, come on, man! Like, why, why, why are you being so aggressive? Because I was an <laughs> upper belt. They wanted to. They wanted. A, they wanted an upper belt on their. You know, on their belt saying like, "Yeah, I tapped the blue belt," 
you know, it happens. It happens. Yes. Yes. So, um, do you, do you compete or anything or you just like just to train? I have competed. Uh Uh, I've competed in a local tournament at white belt. I competed in an in-house tournament at white belt and I have decided, and these decisions are not absolute. Um, but right now in my life, I don't need to compete. Mm -hmm. I've made a decision right now. Um, it doesn't mean I don't have the itch to, uh, but I have made a, uh, yes, a, a mental decision uh, that right now with what's in my life, my responsibilities, uh, my church, I'm a pastor. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Where they're at. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't know if you knew that, but anyways, the, the it's just not something I'm going to prioritize right now. Or, <laughs> and then something happened. Our, our association or our, our GF team family along with some uh, other schools in our area, have started a new tournament series. It's called Prime BJJ Series. Uh, and uh, it looks like it's going to be just a really wonderful organized you know, series uh, starting next year for four dates uh, with ranking uh, you know, and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, IBJJF rules, gi and no gi. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, I don't, not, I want to support what they're doing because I love my school. I love my family. I love the, the, the community. And, um, you know, I'm just thinking, should I, should I? So I, the question is back in front of me again, but I did make a decision that, you know, over the, at least for the next, you know, foreseeable future, I was not going to prioritize competing. Mm-hmm. I did compete as a white belt. It was an awesome experience. I can see why, you know, it is such a wonderful, <laughs> it was a horrible white belt match, <laughs> but that's, that's, you know, but that's to be expected, you know, uh, but I just, I can see how it's such a, such a wonderful experience to, to have to put your mind and your body through that, um, to learn. Oh yeah. Like I, um, I told myself that I was going to start competing and uh, a part of me is like, dang, why did I wait so late? Why did I wait so late in my career to start competing? But man, it's like to me at the at the level that I'm at and what I'm trying to get to, I just need that extra push, the extra, yeah, just that that a different light, I guess you can say, when it comes to jujitsu, because I'm you know so used to just training with the with the handful of uh, guys at my school. Which you know, mm-hmm. I'm not complaining at all. I love these guys because they always yeah. push me beyond um, what I'm what I'm capable of, and I and I love them for that. But it's like I want to see what my jujitsu will be able to do versus a, someone else's jujitsu. Like mm. I don't know their game; they don't know mine. All we know is, yeah, we both do jujitsu. Let's see who's. Is, I'm gonna say like, yeah, let's see who's who's are who's is better. <clears throat> Excuse me, and I think it's just the 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 thought and thrill of that, like man, just going out there and just yeah, just leaving it all on the mats, man, against you know against an opponent that you don't know. So you have to you have to be on your A game. Yeah. You know, you can't be like, you know, you can't be like, oh, I'm gonna take it easy on him today because he's X Y Z. Like, no, this dude is trying to win. You know, he has that motive of yeah, I'm I'm trying to kill you just like you're trying to kill me. So <laughs> let's see who kills who first, right? Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I think um, the intensity, 
when you want to up the intensity and when is it appropriate to do that in training? When is it appropriate to do that? Obviously you have to do that in competition, but it's not until I think you're com- you know, training for competition that you actually put a focus on upping that intensity to that level, you know, and I, and I, I don't think I've, I'm quite there yet. You know what I mean? Like I, I've, we've pushed it sometimes, but there's another level. There has to be. Yeah, and, uh, there is. And, 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 and yeah, there is. And I think, you know, I also asked myself the question, um, because I am a competitive person. Um, I asked myself my question, what, well, what are my goals in jujitsu right now? Mm-hmm. Because I started later in life, um, you know, because it's hard. I'd, I'd like to think, okay, in Daniel Louis' brain, he'd like to think that if he put his mind to something, he could become a world champion or something. <laughs> right. But I'm not saying that's not possible, but I mean, is it you know, realistic? Is it realistic, right? Maybe at Masters 5, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think I think about that too. I um, because yeah. it's like okay, I I just recently, I guess I could say I just recently kind of like figured out what I want to do um for jujitsu after black belt. I guess you can say um, okay. I do, cool. you know, I do eventually want to open my own school. Um, you know, obviously be a affiliate of my, you know, of Joe Mawera, who you know yeah. my school is under. And I have an awesome coach who's like, you know, hey, whenever you're ready, I'll, you know, I help you find a building. I help you set up, you know, set up shop and everything else under the sun. Cause he, I mean, he said it, you know, he said it so many times himself. And, you know, we've talked about it plenty of times. Like, yeah, you're going to have your own school. Mm. It's just a matter of time. Cause mm. I love teaching. I love the sport. Um, I'm there as much as I humanly possibly can. Um, yes. I'm, and I just, you know, it's just one of those things where I was like, I can't live without at this point. You're a lifer. You're committed. I am very committed. <laughs> yeah. I am yes. definitely committed. You have a podcast on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and I'm, I'm trying anything and everything I can do to make jujitsu like the forefront of everything I do. Mm-hmm. So it's like with this, uh, with teaching, with training, with competing, with, um, just whatever else I can think of that's jujitsu related that I have um, ideas for and, um, you know, things I want to see, you know, personally, things I want to see for my school and the things yeah. I want to kind of like, I guess, have an idea for when I open my own school. I just yeah. want jujitsu to be there, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's all I'm asking for, you know. In my goal, uh, I've clarified it for myself, is I want to be the best teammate I can be mm-hmm. right now. So that means I want to be able to roll and train and drill and support and applaud and cheer in such a way that my teammates can improve and meet their goals if they're, they want to compete. Oh yeah. So they want to roll a certain way. I, I want it. And like, and maybe, you know, I might not be their, their toughest role or anything like that, but let's say if we were to do something from positional, Hey, let's just do from there because you're working on that. I will, I want to help you. Like I want to, I want to do what I can to, 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 to see them succeed if that's their goal to compete. I would love that. And I don't believe I will, uh, you know, push my goals into like opening a school or anything like that. I, I just, I don't foresee it. I, I, I feel like my life is, is, uh, goals are in a different area, mm-hmm. but I do love communicating. I do love teaching. I could see 
in the future when when the competency is there, the knowledge is there, and the respect is there. I think that comes with it too. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah I'd love to to be able to share that knowledge mm -hmm. in a class, like you know, in a in a school setting, but not my necessarily my own school. But I'd love to. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because um, uh, you know, everyone. Honestly, I don't. I don't think that rank is a big factor when it comes to jujitsu as far as learning and teaching because mm -hmm. everyone learns and teach differently yeah you know i've learned so much from under you know from uh blue and white belts um at my school um it's just you know some of the guys that you know some of the guys and girls that i've talked to you know doing episodes i've you know i've learned i've you know, I've learned so much. I was able to look at, you know, jujitsu a little bit differently because I'm, you know, I'm hearing it from a fresh set of, uh, a fresh set of ears, you know what I'm saying? Cause I don't know these people and they don't know me. So mm. we get to sit down and talk about jujitsu and our views yeah. and outtakes from it. And it just like, man, I didn't, you know, I have so many moments like, damn, I didn't even think about that. So it's, you know, all, everyone is able to learn and teach, you know, I, that's what I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there are some people who communicate um, their knowledge better. Uh -huh. Like I think some people, uh, are, and there's also some people that I'm just drawn to more, you know, because of the way they communicate. Mm -hmm. And you know, like you're, we we all have our favorite coaches and favorite professors, um, probably because of the way we relate to them too, or the re relate to their style of teaching. Yeah, and some that maybe don't as much. Um, I love uh, the fact that we have you know, we have three Brazilian brown belts teaching at our school. Oh wow! Yeah, I know that's a that's a wealth of riches. Yeah, that's a, a lot riches. of wealth. <laughs> I know. I, and I don't, and they didn't realize that. I didn't realize how fortunate we are. And these guys are full-time black belt instructors. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is a wealth uh, of riches for us, you know. And we just recently had another promotion where one of the, uh, you know, the, the long-time coaches was promoted to, to black belt. Congratulations. And yeah. I mean, and like, I'm just so excited every time one of my teammates gets promoted it's just exciting right so, oh yeah and and then it just reminds me this journey is long mm -hmm. yeah, this journey is long and uh and that was something that i had to learn uh somehow somewhat the hard way too that my body um you know uh, as tough as i think i am sometimes um have to deal with my limitations so so you know uh, coach davi one of the coaches he's like hey man you know you are getting injured a lot because you're you're, you're too tense right now I need you to, I need you, it's not so much the intensity, it's the tension mm -hmm. in your intensity. You know, you are, your, your, your fear of certain things is causing you to tense in the situation and you're getting hurt or you're, you're getting the aggravations from that. He goes, try to, try to, you know, relax and, and manage the intensity at the right time so that you can roll more and roll longer, you know, as opposed to like just being afraid of getting caught somewhere, you know? Yeah. And it's like, caught, you're caught, who cares? You know, it's not a big deal. And so, uh, I mean, man, uh, it, it was so good because I'm, I'm thinking more now about what my body needs to be able to keep training for the long term, too. Yeah. Even though I want to ha sometimes have those epic roles. Um, it's not often, but I want to have them sometimes, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, um yeah. but that's, all, I mean, that's, that's a, um, that's advice I give every uh, to anybody um, out there, and especially at my school, is like you know you have to listen to your body. I mm. granted I don't listen to my own advice sometimes. You know I <laughs> I can admit that because um, when I decided to compete in January, um, 
I was just going, I was going in like this last couple months. Um, I was going to the gym three times a day. I was training, uh, three times a day. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I was training three days, um, out a week at the gym and I was going to training three days out of the week. So I was just like, every day was something knowing that I'm like, okay, I need to slow down. I need to slow down. I would get up in the morning. I'd do like a 30 minute cardio workout, go to work on my lunch break, go to, uh, go to the gym, come home, do another cardio workout, then wake up the next day, do another cardio workout, then go to, you know, then, then training on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I was, yeah. man, I, oh my goodness. And I'm still like hurt by it. Like my body still is kind of sore from it. And with me being sick right now, it's driving me crazy. Cause I wanted, I want to train so bad. Like I just, oh. cause like I'm like in the room that I'm in right now. Like, I guess you want to say my office area. I have mats yeah. on the floor and, <laughs> I, and I want to get down there and just drill something so bad. But like, yes. as soon as I look at those mats, man, I'm like, I feel so exhausted. <laughs> oh, I was like, no, nah, don't do it. Don't do it. They're calling out to you, but your body needs to, if I don't take this rest, I'm not going to be able to do what I need to do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be a good boy. I'm going to listen to my body. I'm going to take this mm-hmm. week off. It's going to be hard as hell because I do mm-hmm. not like mission training. But mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I need to slow. I need to take a break. Um, so I'm kind of happy I got sick. I got this cold because, you know, I, everything came to a screeching halt. Because yeah. I got up. I even set my clock this morning like, yeah, I'm going to get up and work out regardless of how I feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my, my body was like, yeah, no, nah, bro, you're going to lay your ass back down <laughs> and go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah so man yeah see jujitsu does things to our bodies particularly when we first start the journey at white belt the kind of pains that you've never experienced like geez like i mean i mean i i still get i mean we get sore from training and but at white belt there were things that were happening that that were never been experienced before right Mm -hmm. now this is just normal you you feel it's more normal maybe it's just the lack you're not used to it but I was like, is it going to be like this the rest of my life? How do we handle this? How is this possible? Yeah. You know? um, but then, of course, you know, as you progress in your white belt up to your blue belt, you, you learn the proper framing and defensive positions and where you're supposed to be to be safe. You might still be stuck, but at least you're safe. Right. At least you're, you know, you're stuck, but you're not, you yeah. know, you're not, you're not dying. Yeah. You're not suffocating down and, there. <laughs> oh, man. And as a, as a beginner, I... I was intimidated by the claustrophobia at first. It was it was terrifying. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I, I'm not afraid to admit it. I I I tapped to I tapped to claustrophobia. <laughs> you know, like oh yeah. I was like I was like I'm scared. I don't know what to. I I can't breathe. I'm I'm panicking. Like I was panicking, and um, you know, I'm like, is this gonna be what it's like? But then I I I, I just knew. I felt something that hey, this is worth getting through. So. Jiu-Jitsu to me is terrible marketing for this for the for for the sport in terms of growing it because it is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it is so hard at the beginning and it doesn't ever not become hard. It, I mean, you get better at it, but I mean the dropout rate is just incredible. It is. It, especially it is, and I get it. especially at blue belt. Especially yeah. at blue belt. I'm not going to drop out. I'm not dropping out. Oh no, you nope. can't at this point. Like we're nope. we're nope, nope, we're, nope, nope. we're good friends now. I will not let you drop out. No, nope, <laughs> I'm not dropping. Out. I know where you train. Yeah. I will come find you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, dropping out hasn't crossed my mind. 
but the I was like, am I ever going to get over the fear? Well, I won't know unless I keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I'm in a very different place now. And that fundamentally has done amazing things for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the feeling of fear and intimidation of being pressured to such an extent and having the cojones to, to somehow find a way to bear it and to persevere through it to find a safe, you know, position or to, you know, and that, that's true of a lot of different aspects to life, mm -hmm. you know, relationally, um, you know, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, uh, you know, just, just what an amazing art, you know, to push you in, 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 in that direction. Yeah. And it, like, you, you know, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. Like, you know, it's, it's hard to, you know, try to explain to people like what you you know what's what's jujitsu. You know, everyone knows it's like it's oh a God. it's a quote unquote form of martial art. But yes. you know, you really can't like sell nobody yeah. like yeah. Look, this is a sport. You're mentally gonna feel better. You're emotionally gonna feel better. Everything in life is gonna get better, but your body's gonna suck. Yeah, like, you're gonna be in so yeah. like you're gonna be in so much pain on random ass days, but yeah. it's all worth it. Yes. It's so worth it. And the big thing, ego crushing. Yes. Because that is so toxic, right? Uh-huh. The ego, uh, the unrestrained ego is so toxic in all, everything, relationships. And to crush that and to have to deal with that, the, the humility, which produces the humbleness in an art, mm -hmm. um, is so important. You know, it's like, I suck at this and I'm getting, you know, flattened. And I had a, a, a woman who's half my size great by me. I can't get out. <laughs> and I'm like, what do I do? And it's like, you willing to keep on going? Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to learn. I want to learn. I want to learn. There's been so many days where, you know, I will leave class, um, you know, neck is sore arms and limbs are sore fingers on fire you know body is just like beat to shit but mm -hmm. it's it's not a, it's it's so weird but there's no greater feeling yeah. it's like man i i know that i'm i'm beat up i know everything is like from head to toe is bruised but i'm about to get up and do this in the morning like i'm about to get up and do yeah. this again yeah because i love it so much yeah so you know uh COVID was, I mean, COVID was tough on a lot of people in different ways. Um, for me, in leading a congregation, like a Christian congregation, a church, um, there were some really tough days. And then I'd show up at the gym and um, ready, I, I come to train. And I think I, I feel like I barely got there. Like I, I was almost did not want to go there. I'm emotionally exhausted. I'm not my usual chirpy self and, and like high, you know, high fiving and you know, fist bumping people when I walk in and people are like, hey, you okay? I'm like, I'm just tired. And I, I really probably could just go home and sleep or, or just, you know, wallow in, 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 in you know, the misery that's, that I've been dealing with the whole day. Um, and, uh, and that's part of, you know, my journey is, is listening to people's, you know, um, stresses and challenges and, and things that they're going through. And it, and it does affect me. I mean, I, I'd be lying if it doesn't affect me, but that's part of it. But even on the worst of those days, by the end of class, I'm like 
so energized and happy mm-hmm. and it's it's like i'm so glad i came i may not have had the best training it was not necessarily the best roles i did not necessarily have my best energy but i'm glad i'm here you know and and it, it helped me through this it helped me through it and it helped me be a the the better person that can help others yeah uh by being there and so it has been an amazing part of my life and that's why um i tell people you got to come and check it out and they're like what you gotta you gotta touch people and grapple people and you're like in these weird positions that that are a little bit, bit, bit too close to relations and i know right <laughs> <laughs> and, and and i'm like yeah but it's really cool and you're gonna love it <laughs> and, and, and well okay I should, um, I don't know if you'll love it actually, but but uh, you may find something uh, unique and uh, and just so uh, maybe even I dare say healing about it, you know. Oh yeah, uh, and good for you. So yeah, I think I think uh, everyone, um, no matter what your age is, um, you should try it. Mm. And you know, and I feel like. You know, with jujitsu, it's one of those sports where you can gain something out of it mm-hmm. because there's there are so many different categories when it comes to jujitsu because you have your, you know, you have your hobbyists, you have your competitors, you have your instructors, you have, you know, people who just just doing it just to be doing it, you know, and you can, you know, you can learn from all those people. Cause like you were saying, like, you know, you don't necessarily see yourself teaching, but you want to be the best, you know, um, training partner you can be. Mm-hmm. And we have a guy like that. Uh, his name is Scott. Um, he's a blue belt. And I think it just clicked for him too. Um, mm-hmm. Like, cause he's like, man, it's, it, he said it feels so good not being like low on the totem pole. Cause yeah. for a minute he yeah. was like, the he was the white belt. He was the only white belt. And then, you know, he got blue and then like, you know, a couple months later, we started getting more and more people in. So he's like, okay, I have people that I can almost bully, you know, so I can, you know, involve my game and stuff like that. But yeah, man, I I love, I absolutely love repping with this guy because, mm. you know, no matter how many times you want to rep this technique, you know, he will. Because I think one day um, we were repping uh, four by four and yeah. I think we repped it for like a, like maybe like an hour because I think class was over at this point. We were still on the mats. He got, I got him in four by four and he's like, okay, hey, how is this pressure? You know, what's the, you know, what, you know, what about this? What about that? Like, okay, try to move this way. Try to move that way. And we broke it down to, you know, as, as simplistic as possible. And, you know, I felt great afterwards. And it was just like, man, like I, I need more days like that. Like nothing too competitive mm-hmm. or, you know, anything of the sort. But, you know, I just kind of want to mm-hmm. just rep. I just kind of want to rep for like an hour. We, mm-hmm. You know, there's too many. It's, it's not too many days we get to do that. But mm-hmm. when we do, man, I, I absolutely love it. Yeah. Like if I can. There's this, I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. I was just saying um, that is. It, uh, I think there's a feeling. Uh, there's an aesthetic to jujitsu that sometimes it just while it's violent and it's rough in many ways it's also really beautiful yeah like there are movements and flows um that are just i'd love to have beautiful jujitsu and i remember top telling my coach one time when i was still a white belt one time man i want to have beautiful jujitsu um and he looked at me and he's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a reason why you you don't flow yet you know you don't 
you know, there's a reason why it, it, it's not beautiful yet. And I'm just like, I know, but I'm just like, but you know, there is uh, an aesthetic to it. Not just, not just all the, I mean, the power is important. The strength is important, but there's something about when people move a certain way and I watch it and I'm just like, whoa, you know, that jaw dropping moment. And, and there's, it's, that's, that's also amazing to me. I'd love to have that. I'm waiting for that. And there are moments that there might be a little bit of that, you know, Mm-hmm. You know, one time I hit a long step pass or something. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm telling you, man. When it happens to you, when you get that "quote unquote" beautiful moment, dude, like that that spark and that love for jujitsu is just gonna get hotter, man. Yeah, because I think, um, yeah. I had a role with um, no, we we were just flow rolling me and uh one of uh, the other brown belts, and everyone was just sitting back watching, and they were just like, man, that was like graceful mm. like you guys are just you know you're not you're you know you're, you guys are moving everything is with a purpose nothing seems like sloppy everything is just flowing and it was like man that was a mm. beautiful role mm. it's like yeah thank you <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, thank you very much because it's wow. it's a very violent sport like you know where you yes. know you're choking people you're trying to break yeah. uh, you know limbs and dislocate you know joints and all this other yeah. stuff but when you see a very technical role where it looks like everyone's moving in slow motion, but the people mm-hmm. who know knows, like man, this is this is intense. Mm-hmm. This is so intense. But yeah, man, I love it. I love it. Well, it's like anything, right? Like when you see people who are excellent at something, they make it look easy. Uh huh. And you want that, but then the whole point is, do you are you willing to put in the training that went behind? making that look so easy and excellent exactly <laughs> and we don't know that when you're in the beginning you don't know that nope you just think oh i can do that no you can't <laughs> yeah or not yet yeah yeah yes and you know my my instructor um you know he drilled this in our heads uh since day one you know he was just basically saying like jujitsu is something you know ju- you get out of jujitsu what you put into it mm. like if you don't you know if you just go in half-ass you're your jujitsu is going to be half-assed. Mm-hmm. If you okay. go out there and put in the work, it's going to it, it's going to show. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, "Damn, man, I am actually I'm actually okay at this. Mm-hmm. I still suck, mm-hmm. but I'm actually okay at this." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind I, I kind of feel like that. I, I I suck, but I'm okay at this. Yeah. I think I I wanted to get to that place where I could be more relaxed, less tense but still be intensely focused. And that's, that's, those are different things, but at the same time they go together, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I want to be relaxed and, 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 and uh, not so tense for my body physically, but I need to, to be mentally still focused that I'm sharp and able to respond because otherwise I feel like I'm a step behind, I'm slow. Um, uh, there are days when they come together and then there's still many days where I'm still figuring that out. But I think how I'm, kind of realizing my progress is that there's more days than there are left the the, the days that there are not you know mm-hmm. where they sort of come when they come, start coming together yeah um and oh it's uh i'm like okay maybe there is hope, <laughs> there, is <some> hope. <laughs> there is a chance there is a chance and and i'm just reminded just keep showing up yeah you know showing up uh and and i love the community um i've discovered a, a really you know, friendly, welcoming BJJ community in Vancouver. 
and I didn't know it was there before. And I'm just like, it's growing, it's growing in leaps and bounds. And I'm just amazed, you know, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, while COVID, you know, hit a lot of schools hard. Now we're coming out of it on the other side, there are new and innovative schools opening up too. And, uh, people who are coming here and those that are training hard and getting promoted and starting opening schools, the, the community's growing and it's exciting. And, um, and, and I love the vibe here. I think for the most part, um, people are uh, really welcoming. It's not cultish. It's not like weird or overly competitive between schools mm-hmm. in a in a in a in a in an unhealthy way. Yeah. I mean, of course, competition is competition. You want to, you know, have the best competitors, but it's not like like people uh, can't like oh you can't train with this person if you're from this school. Like, I, think. I just feel like it's good. We recently when one of our uh, professors went back to Brazil for, for, for a break and to visit family. We invited, uh, our, 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 our head instructor invited, um, you know, someone from another school to come and teach, mm-hmm. uh, the no gi class. And he's, he's, you know, we, are, we tend to, I think, I think I can say this, that we're probably more of a gi school than a no gi school, mm-hmm. but we do no gi and, and, and man, you know, I was just thinking about how good it is that we can, um, that, you know, people are willing to to set aside ego and invite someone who's really good at what they do to come and teach at this school. You know, even though they're from another school, you know, and really willing to share the knowledge and and to share the camaraderie and you know together. And I think that's I feel that's healthy, and I, I'm like glad for that. Oh yeah, I um me and another guy, um awesome guy, was talking about this um the other day, and we were talking about you know cross training. Yes. And. Yeah, man, I, I I drool at the idea of training with someone else that's not from my school, you know, and learning from whoever I could possibly learn from when it comes to jujitsu. Like, I love seminars. I love anything that's ju- like jujitsu related. That's not <laughs> in, I, like you know, that's not in an ordinary. I'm 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 all for it, man. I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. give it to me. It's jujitsu. Give mm-hmm. it to me. Mm. that's it man that's definitely definitely who it's, i am <clears throat> it's all consuming once you get into it yeah you can't stop talking about it you can't stop buying stuff you can't stop buying geese um you know my wife's like man you know if you're not careful jujitsu is going to become your jesus and i was like <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well <laughs> i was like okay okay hold on <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, like, I mean, it, it, it's, it's making it into all my conversations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but every, and once everybody knows you start doing it and they know you're doing it, you know, uh, they're intrigued too, right? Yeah. And, uh, and so many of my friends um, are intrigued. And I know they want to give it a try, but they're still freaking out a little bit about it. You know, I remember one guy, uh, my buddy Fred, he came and watched. I said, hey, you know, okay. You're not ready to take a class, but just come and watch our class. Mm-hmm. Okay, just come and watch our class. And this was towards the tail end of COVID, so the classes were still kind of small. But the guy that came to class, that, so that day was the, the the class was really small. Actually, I think there was like maybe three of us on the mat. So it was a noon hour class. And the other guy that came uh, came from an MMA school. He had experience in jujitsu. Uh, I think he was a blue belt in MMA. I'm not sure what that means. But okay, uh, but anyways, like he had some experience and he had more experience. And this is when I was still a white belt. But I was trying to demonstrate to my 
friend Fred, hey, you don't have to be scared of this. You can give this a try. You can try this. Yeah. Well, the guy who I was paired with was 300 pounds plus. Ooh. Big boy. And Fred was like, you're not going to be paired with him, are you? He goes, I think I am. I think I am. He's like, I think I am. You know what? Awesome partner. He was an awesome partner. He was skilled. He, you know, he was, he, you know, he, he moved well, uh, reasonably and, and, and we were safe. But Fred was like, that was, Fred was like, I don't, I can't do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I'm, you're freaking me out already watching you. I was scared for you. And I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> you know, but, uh, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to sometimes to get some of the guys to come out and, and check it out because perhaps maybe they're feeling that in their, you know, as my age, mid, mid to late forties, it's like, can we actually do this? Yeah. Like, yeah, you can, you don't have to, uh, go at the pace that you think you need to go. Like when you watch competition or, or, you know, we can, we can start off, you know, um, you know, slow and, and measured and safe mm-hmm. and uh, trust the teacher and, and, you know, just be careful who you pair up with and, you know, pair up with somebody you trust and, and, uh, and, and, you know, it's, 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 it's possible. <laughs> yeah. You, you gotta, you gotta find your dance partner. Yeah. You gotta find your yeah. dance partner. There's going to the be, said I roll with anyone. Yeah. yeah. You like, I, unfortunately you kind of have to at first yeah. or just kind of like, just sit back and watch, um, watch people roll to kind of yeah. be like, okay, um, this person over here, he seems a little spastic. He seems a little dangerous. I'm going to stay away from him for the time being. Yeah. Or yeah. like, oh, that person seems like he's okay. And, you know, yeah. you roll with that yeah. person. I've only ever been hurt by white belts. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the way it goes. Yeah, I've only ever been hurt by white belts, like seriously hurt, like or like, you know, injured. Uh, and, and, and of course, they didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> of course. And I, so, and when I was one, we did it to each other. But but you know the upper belts they're deadly and dangerous and they can do but they know what they're doing <laughs> yeah so so yeah I and, uh, I get those I get those moments where like um it would be like the in the class and be like hey you know anybody want to roll and that, and mm-hmm. I'll get those looks like mm. like come on man you guys know me man I like to cuddle come on <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm I'm gentle I won't hurt you guys oh like. Uh, was it a few weeks ago? Um, I was in the, uh, we have one class that's a over 40 class and I usually don't take that class, but sometimes if I can't make it to the later evenings, if I have a meeting in the evening or something, I'll go to the, uh, the over 40 class, which is generally, uh, populated by, uh, men and women who are also bringing their kids, uh, to the kids classes because it happens at the same time. Okay. So it's an earlier in the after, like it's a late afternoon, but it's earlier in the evening kind of class. And I was rolling with a white belt, and this guy, everything he did was like him, him starting a lawnmower. It was like him starting a lawnmower. It's like pulling on my collar, pulling on my arm, pulling on this. It was like him starting a lawnmower, and I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm hanging on, and I'm controlling him the whole time. And he loved it because I was, you know, because he's like, this is hard. But he's like, everything he's yanking on is like pull, him trying to start a lawnmower. And man, I felt it after that class. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh. Yeah, he was happy though. <laughs> right, that's like um, we have a white belt, a uh, new guy, um, and I think, oh man, how many? I think he's only been there about maybe like a month, and yeah. he's feisty, man. He he's so feisty and oh, hungry. 
He's a little, un, you know, he's a little clumsy, a little, you know, a little klutz, but, you know, that's to be suspected, learning something new. But yeah. uh, I think me and him rolled for the first time maybe like a couple weeks ago. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? We're just going to roll for three minutes. I'll give you two minutes and 30 seconds. Like, you have the basically the whole entire match to do, you know, to work. If you want to, okay. you know, what, if you want, whatever you want to yeah. go for, go for it. Yeah. And, man, when I said that, I think he tried every every submission he can think of. Mm-hmm. He tried X choke. He tried a punch choke. Ezekiel, armbar, Kimura, Americana. He, I mean, he even like tried to go for leg locks. I was like, oh, you're. I was like, you want to play this game? <laughs> like, are you sure you want to play this game? But yeah. I loved it, man. I loved it. He's, you know, he's a good kid, man. He's, you know, he's a very good kid. Very, very uh headstrong and you know very determined to get better but it was it was just funny because i'm like yeah you're you're gonna be okay you're gonna be just yeah, fine. and he's still training right oh yeah he's still oh yeah he's okay. still training so so you can get excited about those guys right? uh-huh. because you say hey they they're they're they they need the skill but they have the heart but they're, they're they, they gotta stick with it to develop the skill right yeah heart is more uh, important than anything mm-hmm. like you know you have to have mm-hmm. heart you have to be consistent if you can mm. keep, if you can hold on to those two things throughout your jujitsu journey, you'll be a okay. Because mm. mm. you know you yeah. you can't you can't let you know the day go by where it's like, man, I'm not doing good. I'm you know I'm sucking. I can't I can't finish nobody. It happens, man. I didn't get my first tap until like blue belt, uh, like okay. mid blue belt when I got like my first like submit you know first submission out of a roll and i was yeah. freaking ecstatic i was like yes yeah. i got up started <laughs> clapping running around the mats like i won a tournament or something <laughs> which you're not supposed to do but, but you, yeah, yeah which you're not supposed to do but the guy but the guy that i was rolling against he um i'm trying to remember what he he have prior training before he started training jujitsu but he was dangerous with wrist locks. You cannot leave your wrist exposed to this guy because he will find a way to wrist lock you in an instant. We have that guy in our gym too. Yep. Yeah, okay. So so that was like so he was kind of like my rival for a while. Yeah. Like we um he started coming, you know. So okay, you know he's a cool you know he you know cool guy. We got to roll in a little bit, and it's like I had maybe like a few months on him, but I was getting tapped. Cause he was like wrist locking the hell out of me. Yeah. So I was like, all right, man, enough is enough. Enough is yeah. enough. So, yeah. um, fast forward a little bit. My instructor, uh, he started morning classes mm. and I was like, eh, eh, that sounds okay. You know, mm-hmm. six, you know, seven, you know, six thirty jujitsu class, whatever. And he yeah. was like, yeah, you know, Nick been showing up. Nick been, mm. he's like, you, he said, yeah, roll with Nick now. And I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, uh uh-uh. uh. He's not about uh. to, he's not about to have this one up on me. So I started doing the morning classes <laughs> together with oh, him. Okay. But you know, it just wow. made us it made us both better, man. And I love the guy for it. But yeah, he was my rival for a long time. A long, long time. Yeah. So yeah. Oh. But yeah, man. Yeah. Um if you have any questions for me, um, I would definitely love for you to shout out your school. And if you got anything coming up for your school or personal, man, if you want to talk about it, man, you know, the floor is yours. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I got a question for you. Like, what what, what advice would you give to a, a, a blue belt like myself who who is still kind of making that transition from 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 
a very defensive game to trying to link it together with i don't know like i mean i think you know what i'm trying to say yeah uh, yeah yeah it, like, that you know that stuff really doesn't come into purple belt mm. like um I, I i've explained this analogy before and i love to explain it again because um, it's a very good analogy um as a white belt you learn to survive if you rolling with someone as a white belt and they don't tap you you won you survived that's mm-hmm. the that's your mm-hmm. main goal is yeah. the survival as a blue belt that's when you start kind of you know you're learning your techniques you're kind of you know everything is still gonna be a little sloppy everything is gonna yeah. look ugly but you know mm-hmm. you, you that's when you learn all your techniques you learn every single technique that you can think of once you get to purple belt that's when that's when refinement starts because mm-hmm. by that time you understand you know you understand the craft a little bit more you understand the, uh, the mm-hmm. martial art a little bit more and you know you're at that level where you're right in the middle where you can bully some blue and majority white belts so yep. that way you can yep. start doing stupid stuff like you know as my mm-hmm. instructor say goofy shit to, yeah. um, <laughs> you know like I don't play inverted I don't play all this crazy you know different types of guards and stuff like that but I would do it with a white belt just to you know just to just to see yeah. but yeah by the time you get to a purple belt that's when you know you start the refinement and then um i'm learning this myself as brown belt you start putting everything together you know you that's mm-hmm. when you start really becoming in tune with your body um mm-hmm. you'll be able to listen to your body listen to your opponent's body a lot more clearer because you're able yeah. to keep yourself calm more and yeah man just train that's that's really the advice i can give you as a blue belt man just you know you're at that you're at the end you're, you're three stripe um yep. so you're you're out of that you're out of that um that danger zone of you know, the the blue belt blues so you're right there at purple yeah. so you know no more warm ups for you and yeah. uh, <laughs> and uh man yeah you just got to hey, keep I'm better man warm-ups. no i know <laughs> I, I, lo- I don't i don't know where that started where it's like yeah man purple yeah, belts don't do warm ups cuz i love doing warm ups <laughs> but you know maybe it's just me but yeah man that's that's the advice that i have man for you and any, any other blue belts that's out there listening yeah thank you yeah i mean I'm at a place where 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 the conceptual aspect um, is starting to come back, or starting to make the you know I, I, it's not just indiv- it's not individual movements, it's it's the concepts that allow me to kind of pull things together, right? Yeah. Uh, still very much at the beginning of that, but but I mean, you know, I have to put myself, I remind myself to when I'm trying to learn new things that I'm going to fail at them a lot first and not be afraid to keep on just messing it up yeah like if i don't if i keep on just doing what i think uh will help me win that role i'm actually not going to learn and so 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 working on certain types of passes uh, you know particularly like body lock passes or things like that like i mean there's it's a game of inches or less than inches sometimes you know just that little bit of shift of center of gravity will will prevent a sweep or will leave me vulnerable to a sweep even though i'm i feel like i'm in control on top Mm -hmm. no (laughs) oh yeah like here we go it's like what <laughs> happened and uh but you know and and it's like okay well you know don't 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 freak out about it. like don't 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 i mean analyze it analyze it what did you do wrong where where was your center of gravity what what hook did you forget what baby hook did you forget right you know, where did you let him all that kind of stuff and it's just like uh but before you didn't even know what to analyze i had no idea what to analyze now i'm starting to feel like oh i know what i'm kind of looking for and you know you know why did that happen and it's like, okay, all right. There's a little bit of progress. 
Yeah, and you're you're definitely <laughs> yeah. you're definitely in the you're definitely in the right right direction, man. When it comes to becoming that 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 jujitsu practitioner that you that you want to be, because um, a lot of people don't see that right away. But you know, you're able to identify that, and you know, you're gonna you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, another another thing yeah. is you have to you have to get used to being uncomfortable. Yes. You have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that was that's the lesson I was talking about earlier. Yeah. You know, the 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 claustrophobia, mm-hmm. the intimidation. Um, I still get nervous sometimes, you know, getting on the mats. I'm comfortable, I'm I'm there, but there are moments when I just like uh, you know, I feel you know a little bit of that. Intimidation sometimes, depending on who it is. Uh-huh. And I really don't have to. I think I think we have a really good vibe at our gym. No one will. People don't want to hurt each other. Uh, and if they did, I think it'd be taken care of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, that, they'll be know. they'll be dealt with accordingly. I I, I yeah, yeah so yeah that will be dealt with. And uh, we've had a few little bit of that sometimes. But uh, but you know um, but yeah, being uncomfortable. What that, what a, what an amazing life lesson, right? Oh yeah, it has to be. I mean, yeah, because like you know, like we were saying earlier, you know, with you being comfortable, being uncomfortable, you can apply that to everyday life. That's right. Everyday life. But yeah, man, that's unless you got anything else. Yeah, I just think, I just think, you know, there's a power to community. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think in friendship, I, I, as as you get older, um, maybe as a guy, a dude, um, you know. What's it like to make friends as an older, you know, middle-aged guy, right? Right. And jujitsu is just satisfies so much of, of that need for community too, in some ways, and that leads to other things like, like you know, the kinds of friendships and camaraderie, the out, an outlet for, you know, um, physical violence. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but in a, in a, in the right, you know, in the right place, and you know, it, it is, it, it, it's just, I think, so healthy. Uh, to have that place of community, especially in these times. Yeah, definitely, uh, man. I, I, I think of, you know, the diversity of our gym. Uh, GF Team Canada is amazing. From the Brazilians that are there, we have a number of them, uh, which is amazing, I think, too. But, you know, um, I mean, with the conflict that's going on in Ukraine and Russia, we have uh, Russians in our gym, Ukrainians in our gym. We have people, uh, you know, from all across Asia. We got Canadians. We got, like, everywhere. It's just our gym is so uniquely diverse and that's a beautiful thing and we it's such a wonderful microcosm of what could what can be when we focus on something good together you know definitely man Um, that is that is definitely beautiful to hear man definitely beautiful to hear like don't we need that we need that yeah we know we We definitely definitely do man we definitely do you know because you know i've i've heard stories of like you know cops and convicted you know convicted felons on the match together you know, people of all walks of life, you know, just, I guess you want to say is sharing a common bond and sharing a common goal of getting better at jujitsu, no matter what your outside yeah. life is showing, man. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't imagine life without jujitsu at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think of, um, you know, the fact that right now, just life-wise, the dividedness of, of our communities. Mm-hmm. Um, this 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 is something we need, uh, and it, it is one outlet for it that is, I think, really practical and and and, and so valuable. Um, I know one of our guys, uh, uh, Vince, uh, Coach Vincent, um, 
he uh, he nearly died uh, in COVID during COVID. He's he's uh, he was a coach. He's a he's a boxer. He's a Muay Thai guy. He's a he's a jujitsu purple belt now. Um, but you know, in the beginning of COVID, um, he was one of the guys that uh, that was one of the youngest guys that ended up in the in intensive care ICU. I think he was I think he was in a coma for six weeks. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, he's got a an amazing story of just that journey. But on top of that, I mean, he was a like a, 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 a graduate student. Uh, but he's got a dream to to use martial arts as a way to reaching out to kids, you know, and, and, and things like that. And, and I'm like, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. You know, a way to 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 develop uh, the opportunity for at risk youth um, uh, from low income uh, backgrounds to be able to access the power of, of, of community in, in these martial arts and for health and and for growth. And I, I just believe he's, he's going to do it. Um, as a pastor, you know, I believe in our Christian community and the power of, our, of, of what we're doing. But, you know, there's a couple of us who are pastors who are doing jujitsu too. And it's not that it's better or worse. It's not that. It's, it's, the, it's that, you know, we recognize, wow, you know, we, we've discovered uh, a power of community in, in sharing this too. Um, and there's something sacred about putting your life in the hands of another person and trusting them to do their um technique uh that is and has the potential to effectively kill you uh-huh and not do it <laughs> right right <laughs> and to trust with that responsibility and to trust each other with that responsibility uh the intimacy of of contact we need that we're human beings that are made for community and for for physical contact and we need that in a healthy way um and with boundaries but at the same time this is this there's something unique about this it is that, uh, it is um, you know, uh, I know that uh, one of the conversations that is happening in jujitsu right now is the role of, um, uh, you know, uh, victims of sexual abuse, including sexual abuse in the gyms. Yeah. And raising awareness of that. Yeah, that that's think, wild, you know, man. That people, that people are speaking up about it and make, having conversation and becoming advocates for one another in the jujitsu community is so important yep. because we know what power does, you know. Uh, in, in like I mean uh, you don't have to look far uh, in the churches that I'm a part of uh, there are people in powerful positions who use that powerful uh, position for their own exploitation of others and that's just sick and disgusting and it should be called out yeah that's well, that's so unfortunate and it's so and it's and it happens in jiu-jitsu too but it's also the same thing in the same ways empowering people it's starting to empower the people to speak out and and uh, and advocate uh, for victims, and I, I think you know I just want to see this community grow and do good, you know, do the good that it can um, through some of the things that are uh, that, <laughs> that are like you know again the whole concept of of the 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 weaker smaller person being able to stand up for themselves, right? Yep. Uh, at the at that core, um, you know, I want to I want to see my good come of it, so. I hope so. And we I'm definitely, definitely we definitely will, man. Um, the community, the jujitsu world, is is steady growing and is growing at a rapid pace, man. And I'm and I'm just so thrilled and blessed and happy to be a part of that. And I'm able to do my part with the, you know this podcast is you know it's as small as it is right now, but mm-hmm. you know 
I'm just happy to be able to, you know, contribute to to uh, jujitsu. Hey, do you think? Okay, do you think you want to start school someday? Yeah. Uh, do you think what's this whole idea of uh, um, jujitsu is getting watered down? Like, do you think that's true? Oh like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about that because I'm like I'm wondering like I'm like how do you water? I mean I get it if if, if you just start handing out belts or you you start becoming the the McDojo where you know you're just trying to get people to pay their fees and give them a belt because they pay their fees, that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, what we do is pressure tested. I mean, and it should be, you know? Yeah. You um, would, you would think, you know, um, as a sport, as, you know, as thorough as jujitsu is, well, I'm not gonna say, I'm sorry, not a sport, a martial art as thorough as jujitsu is. Both a sport and a martial yeah. art. Yeah. yeah. And, um, a lot of, you know, there's a lot of schools, not just saying jujitsu, but there are a lot of schools that, yeah, like you said, that just, they open up these mega schools and, you know, they have 50, 60 people on the, on the mats at one time and, you know, they're paying contract fees and cancellation fees and all these, you know, crazy oh, tuitions true. and, you know, just to, I'm not going to say exploit people, but, you know, really make it as a business. And it's like, okay, I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that you're staying at this school. Okay. You know, I've heard stories of, you know, they like saying like, you know, I, they don't want you cross training at no other school. They don't want you visiting other schools. If you're going to learn jujitsu, you're going to learn jujitsu here. But, you know, it's crazy as that, as crazy as that sound. And, I I do feel like some schools do water down their jujitsu just enough to where like okay I, I I got this person right where I want them right where I need them to like I said exploit them and get you know get money out of them and I'm just gonna yeah I'm just gonna coddle them and be like yeah man you know you're doing okay I'm gonna give you a belt even though you're not necessarily learning anything they're just gonna do something to make sure that you stay. Oh man, you you find those crazy weird uh crazy videos on youtube sometimes of like fake jujitsu black belts who like opened up a school and then the real guys show up and say hey like let's roll you know <laughs> not gonna lie i want to do that so bad yeah i don't know why i don't blame you i don't know why but i think it's because the fact that i take this as serious as i possibly can and i hate to see people get took advantage of it's i totally agree I totally agree. and I, I and I just think it, 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 it there's there's the venue to prove that in a sense yeah you know but, but gee, I mean like how dumb do you have to be to choose jujitsu to do that out of all <laughs> you know? sports like you probably can get yes. away with with anything else but with jujitsu you're going to get tested <laughs> they're definitely going to yeah, definitely try to pull absolutely. at your collars on that one man but. but I guess exploitation can happen anywhere yeah because I mean like the whole idea like I mean. Uh, I, I I'm very I I want to feel like as a as a religious leader a Christian leader I'm very open-handed in in how my people connect and uh, and like, practice community with other Christian communities other communities in general mm -hmm. right and it's not you can't coerce people to like only go to this or only uh, learn from this or only because that that takes away all your credibility right away you have to use coercion and power and intimidation and fear. To get someone to follow you, that's the that's the lowest common denominator of leadership. Yeah, to have someone follow you, right? Yeah, it, you should it should be demonstrated character and, and and credibility, you know, because you are compelling as a leader, right? Not because you're like, well, you know, you signed a contract, now I can't let you leave. You know, I know, right? So, uh, so 
Yeah. So, so when people start talking about the watering down, I'm like, oh, that would, I, I, it makes me feel like, oh, I'm kind of, I hope, I was like, I don't want to see that. I want, I want, I want it to be pure and strong and, and compelling, right? Yeah, so, definitely, man. Uh, I, you know, I, I want to, I want to teach jujitsu the same way I learn it. And that's what I want to mm-hmm. continue to do. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's the uh end of today's episode. I would like to thank uh our guest Daniel uh, again for coming on and sharing his experiences experiences and stuff with with us. And I hope you guys learned from it and uh took something from it. Please go and follow all our Facebook and Instagram uh pages to stay up to date on all future episodes. This has been Talk Your Jits podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live jujitsu. Have a great day. And we're done.